Welcome to the How Did That Work Out podcast, where we share, explore, as well as inspect internally and externally a variety of our life situations, as well as others, all for the purpose of answering, how did that work out? I'm your host, Graham. And I'm your host, Mike J. Here we go. Welcome to our very first episode, what we're calling episode zero of the How Did That Work Out podcast. This is a podcast where we intend to explore internally and externally decisions, outcomes, uh, situations of people, uh, whether it's our own personal experiences, but also others that we may know of or even things we may read about in the news. Basically, we love talking about everything. And yeah, my co-host, Graham is uh, with me here today. And what we want to do is we want to introduce the show and kind of talk about what the show is about, what we're about, and uh, why you might want to listen. Yeah, how it all started, humble beginnings. (laughs) Right, exactly. Very humble beginnings. Introspection over coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's that's really how, how it started, isn't it, Graham? I mean, we 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 started, gosh, when did we started having coffee at each other's homes? This was before COVID, obviously, but how long ago was that? Neither of us can remember. I'm going to say a couple of years. A couple of years? Okay. Yeah. And, and I remember that very first time I invited you over for coffee. So the idea was, what I wanted was a time for us to maybe just talk amongst ourselves, right? Uh, every time we'd get together, we'd have, you know, our wives and Graham, you have a child. And a lot of times we didn't really get to talk about our stuff, you know, whether it was uh, work or geeking out or whatever it was, we found that we had to pay attention to the additional people in the room. So I had this idea, kind of sneaky idea that, hey, if I invited Graham over for coffee in the mornings, uh, once a week, we could talk about whatever we wanted to talk about. Um, we wouldn't necessarily have to accommodate, you know, other other people in the room. It could just be us and the things that we want to talk about. And so, uh, Graham, I just said, hey, how about, you know, what is it? I think it started on a Wednesday. Hey, Wednesday morning, uh, how would you like to come over for some coffee before work, right? Yeah, just some candid, some candid guy chat. And it, it um, it's important to probably point out that at that time we hadn't known each other very long. We were new neighbors, and so we we spent that time basically getting to know each other, swapping stories, swapping um, you know lies. Now, <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, just just kind of figuring out you know places we align and and some of the similarities we had in our histories and some of the also the the disparities it was it was really interesting missed those days well and i think that also i think that kind of caught me off guard believe it or not in a, in a good way in the sense that first of all i didn't know how you would react to the invitation uh like you said we were kind of new neighbors i mean we had all gotten along gosh i mean we had a what a a um, a neighborhood barbecue and mm-hmm. uh that's when we first met y'all and we got along all of yeah. us got along great like yeah. from the get-go uh and then i thought okay am i uh you know am i gonna ruin this if i you know invite graham over for coffee and and graham gets to know too much about me <laughs> is that gonna chase him away <laughs> um 
but I took a chance. Uh, I just thought it was a good opportunity. Um, and I know that as a guy, I don't really get to talk much about what's going on in, in you know, in my life or in my mind. It's, we're always in mixed company. So usually you want to kind of focus on the other folks in the room. So I noticed that, you know, this could be an outlet for us to really get things out that we wouldn't normally share, you know, in an open conversation. Well, you know, it's funny it's in these sort of pandemic times, I, I found myself like yearning for just that, you know, water cooler chit chat that you have with other, other guys. And, uh, I caught myself like, um, I have a call with like a professional friend, someone I'm friendly with and that I know really well. And, you know, my tone after at any point in the call, beginning, during or after, it'd be like, so, you know, like, you want to chat? And and most of the times they do, but I also feel like they're just like, hey, you know, I got stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's kind of, you know, I, I also thought about the time that we would start these coffee chats was before work in the morning and bright and early, bright and early. And I thought, you know what, it's a good way to kind of wake up, shake out the cobwebs, so that by the time we're done with our coffee, not only are we amped from the caffeine, but we're also alert in a way because we just had a real, you know, real good conversation. Uh, so I found that I was, you know, more, more you know, more fresh for work. I was uh, able to be more productive um, for a couple of reasons, right? Number one, again, you're getting amped up on coffee, but also because we had really good conversation and like you said, uh, I think we discovered we had so much in common, and yet, for our differences, um, they, you know, we found that we can disagree without, you know, having to hate one another <laughs> just because we have different views. That's a novel idea these days. <laughs> it, 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 I never really drew this line before, Jay, but um, as we're talking about it today, I used to have a boss that liked to do breakfast meetings. You know, mm -hmm. uh, 8 a.m. at the, uh, you know, 24 diner or something. And you're like, who doesn't want breakfast, especially if it's being paid for by your boss? So we'd go, I don't know, once every month or two, have some breakfast, have a very informal, unscripted meeting. And you walk out of it going, that was awesome. And I ate a lot of pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> A win-win, huh? Yeah, well, it's starting to remind me of that a little bit. Well, I think it went great. I mean, to the point where, you know, I found myself looking forward to it. And then there would be times we'd be too busy, right? We would have things come up and we couldn't have coffee, uh, you know, every week. Yeah. Or actually, yeah. I, actually, I started it like every other week. That way, you know, it wouldn't be, you know, too much J too soon. Kind of kind of like spread it out, you know. and. Uh, and so we did it like, well, we tried every other week. And then sometimes, gosh, we went, we would go as long as a month without having coffee. But then mm -hmm. I was like beaming when I would get a message from you out of the blue saying, man, I miss my coffee. Let's, you know, when are we going to do this? Like we lots to share. Yeah. Yeah. So where we would actually look <laughs> forward to that and yeah. we would then, I mean, gosh, we would spend, we were getting up to like two hours at a time, just catching up. You know, because we would skip a few, uh, you know, a few weeks. Yeah. And there's so much to talk about, especially when you're getting to know somebody um, just kind of as, as a person where they stand, as a neighbor, you know, um, 
there's just I I love to share information. I'm not I wouldn't say I'm proactive about it, but man, you you align the stars just so and you can't shut me up. Which I know a lot of people wouldn't. Anyone who knows me probably wouldn't believe that. But uh, I mean, I think this has demonstrated that. <laughs> well, it, I know it was a great way to get to know a neighbor better, and it was again just an opportunity, right, to kind of cut away from the noise, yeah, cut away from other responsibilities for just a little bit, right, to. Um, you know, to, to essentially bond with another, another person, a neighbor, uh, another, you know, another man <laughs> where we could do the guy talk thing. And then um, when it came around, I think it was just before the holidays, I had mentioned that I wanted to do a podcast mm-hmm. and I kind of had a rough idea what I wanted it to be. And you had mentioned, well, you know, what if we turned our, our coffee talks into the podcast. And I thought that was an incredible idea so that we would be two people talking, you know, during a podcast rather than one guy uh, trying to keep things interesting, you know, for a half hour, hour or whatever. <laughs> and I loved that idea. And I mean, what what brought that idea to the forefront of, of transferring our, our morning coffee talks to, you know, a weekly podcast? Yeah. I mean, it just seems really nat- like a natural idea. Um, we both have time commitments, so I'm sure efficiency played in there at some fraction of a percentage. But I mean, as as we're saying, um, we found some value in those talks. We went away with with good thoughts and ideas, and we exchanged some anecdotes. And and um, I don't know. I think we we both kind of felt like there there might be some value for. Uh, our peers or, you know, um, people who are coming up in the world, whether they're at that 18 to 25 stage or they're just making their first money or, or whatever. So it seemed like, a, you know, hey, a lot of people might find this boring, but I think there's some really good nuggets of, uh, I'll go out on a limb and call it wisdom in there, you know, from <laughs> our <laughs> two, two grizzled life veterans. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's, that's a great way to put it. And I think that, you know, at least when I had the idea of doing a podcast, again, not really having fleshed out the whole, this is what it's going to be about, you know, one of those flashes just went into my head going, you know, uh, when you try to impart wisdom on your kids, my kids are grown, but all through their teenage years, and even now that they're young adults, I found that they don't necessarily want dad's wisdom. And I thought, okay, but usually when you pass things down to the next generation, that's kind of how you keep, uh, you know, that's kind of the legacy you leave for yourself. And I thought, well, if my kids don't want my wisdom, how shall I get this out? And I thought, well, maybe a podcast can do that. So the nugget of the idea was, is that this podcast would be about the wisdom that I wish to pass on to my children, but they don't really want. There it is. It was either this or a series of TikTok videos. <laughs> yeah. And uh, with me having a, a face for radio, I figured the, the TikTok thing, not so good. Well, and it's tricky, right? Disseminating that wisdom because it's just a time-tested um, sort of a, a barrier between child and parent. You know, there's 
throughout my life, I've had so many of the, those woke moments or epiphanies of, oh, that's what they meant, or oh, they were right. But what's what's even more sort of like jarring or unsettling than realizing you did weren't taking good advice for a long time is when you get the I told you so follow up. <laughs> so. For me personally, I, I still don't take a lot of advice from my parents. I, I'm just, you know, child parent paradigm. But um, it's whether parents know it or not, it's getting taken. They just sometimes <laughs> they want to avoid the told you so. <laughs> yeah, it, it then becomes uh, kind of a matter of pride, right? Where yeah. you dare not admit that, uh, you know, what mom and dad told you were actually, you know, spot on. Uh, I would agree with that. I mean, my my oldest son, he's 26, and uh, I remember a couple of years ago he called me, and we were talking about some things, and he goes, and you know what, Dad? I now get it. I know what you were trying to teach me, and uh, you were right. <laughs> and uh, that was not not because being right is so awesome. What I mean by that is is that he understood where I was coming from as a parent. I wasn't trying to impede on his life. I wasn't trying to, you know, purposefully, you know, get in the way of anything or hamstring him in any way. So the fact that he understood all of that is really what mattered most, you know, to me. And so with that whole, when your kids are ready, and I say your kids, I mean, mine are, again, grown young men, but when your kids are ready to hear it, it may not be the same time that you're ready to impart it. And so I thought, well, why don't we do this as double duty? This is an opportunity to share with our listeners some of our life's experiences and our lessons learned, maybe along with the things that if our, maybe if our children were to listen to these uh, episodes or their kids after, you know, perhaps we're gone, this could be our legacy while also helping others that are listening to our show. And that really excited me is the fact that we could help others, not just our own direct families. This goes beyond that. Yeah, yeah, at least ideally. And and I feel like that that moment when when your boy told you, you know, I get it. There's that petty part of anyone that's just doing a little bit of that sort of like, yes, move inside of them. <laughs> but I, I think what what's really happening is you were uh, trying to make a very specific human connection by planting some wisdom, giving them, saving them some pain, and it and it connected. It happened, and that's huge. And you know, very horrible sort of um, segue. But that's what we're here to do: is we're trying to put out things that connect. And we're also at some point we're trying to invite people to share their experiences with us to be either read on the show or uh, considered on the show. And, um, you know, we've got an email address. You can send us your uh, anecdotal experiences or a secondhand experience that you that just stuck with you or some advice somebody gave you down the road. Send it to us at advice at hdtwo.show. All right. So that's short for how did that work out? Right. So advice, A-D-V-I-C-E at H-D-T-W-O dot show. That's great because that was another thing that we had discussed. Right, Graham, was that we want this show to be interactive. We don't want it just to be a couple of guys, you know, spewing, (laughs) you know, when I was young stories. Um, 
we want it to be an interactive experience uh, for our listeners as well. And so if you do have something that you're, uh, that you've gone through a lesson that you've learned that you would like to share, or maybe you're going through something and not really sure how you would want to approach that. Um, we're not here to solve things, but we'd love uh, to even perhaps talk about, about that with you or on your behalf, talk through it. Um, so for this show to succeed, we really do believe that it needs to be interactive. So if you have something that you want to get out there, or even if you don't want it, you know, you don't have to be named or anything like that. But if you're going through something, want some help, we're here to do that. Uh, but if you also want to share a lesson learned, we're all about that because uh, that's kind of what we're basing this show on was how did that work out? Meaning, what did you try? Okay. And did it work out or did it not? And either way, what did you learn from that? Right. Because there's always a takeaway, isn't there, Graham? Yeah, there is. There's always something to be learned from it, whether you like it or not. <laughs> exactly. I'll give you a, a, a guiding piece of sage uh, advice that was handed to me from my mother of all people. Uh, don't know how specific it was to me, but it was something she decided to share. And it was, if you're going to be stupid, you better be tough. <laughs> well, that That's a good one. That That is a good one. Yep. And that's, as I see, as I see other parents raising their children, you know, boys typically have this very alpha, you know, take it head on, got to feel the pain to learn the lesson. And uh, I, that's how you get tough. <laughs> Just banging into it over and over again. <laughs> well, and, and by no means do we want to rob or deny anybody of, of their, you know, growth through pain because adversity does build character. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Right. But yeah. uh, at the same time, I think we all, could use uh, a little guidance even when we're not sure where to turn. And so it's not always about solving your problems, right? Or when your mom, you know, told you that, I, I think, you know, she, she basically, you know, was coming from a really good place to say, you know, it's still your choice, right? It's still your choice how you want to approach things. But if you're going to approach it a certain way, you know, you're going to, you're going to have to be tough. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's all well said. Well, and then as that translates to the show, I, you know, I just, I think that, you know, this show would probably appeal, you know, perhaps more to men than women, not that women aren't, you know, welcome. Uh, we would love our female listeners to also share and, and, uh, you know, interact with the show as well. But as we're a couple of guys, we don't really know the female experience. Uh, we know our experiences growing up as as boys, uh, you know, rough and tumble and, you know, going through our various stages uh, of manhood. But I I also felt that men have very few outlets or means to receive help and guidance, uh, especially in, in today's world. And maybe even back then, you know, in our, in the generations before us, men never talked about their feelings. And yet we can talk about our feelings now, but to whom? Um, only because men aren't really encouraged. Uh, you know, sometimes we're, we're, we're scolded for not, but then, you know, when we do, then we're, you know, we need to man up. Right. So as guys, you know, we're always expected to be macho, uh, yet we're always expected to be sensitive 
And so it can be a challenge, you know, for men to find their place in the world and would like for this show to what I is, you know, as the world has kind of gone batshit crazy, you know, uh, with everything that's going on in the world, I want to, you know, share with with men at their various stages in life that you can do your own thing and succeed. And hopefully our stories and our anecdotes, but also the the stories that we share of others uh, will will point to the proof that you can do your own thing and you can succeed. And you can also find ways to positively express yourself or to learn things from others like we're willing to share. So I just felt that men kind of needed a place where you could feel good about, you know, getting some words of wisdom, learning from others, and then maybe even sharing a bit of yourself should you feel compelled. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll put my own little spin on it too. There, I mean, there's, oof, especially with this past year that's behind us, um, access to uh, mental health resources is, is become a lot easier. And, and um, until we get sponsorship, I won't mention any names, but uh, <laughs> um, there is a male archetype that is expected. It, 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 the sort of, um, expectation of that archetype is is very alive today and it's expected to be steady and decisive so to ask uh questions about emotions or ask for help with emotions or to um, indicate weakness or things like that 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 are not steady and decisive are um uh you know very uh unsavory uh through the lens of that archetype very much agreed. Very much agreed. It's almost to a point where, you know, well, how, how do you win? <laughs> you most know, toys. I'm either, most toys I'm either, yeah, <laughs> the most toys because <laughs> either you're too masculine, right? Or, uh, you're not masculine enough and you need to man up, toughen up, you know, bite the bullet, grab the bull by the horns, you know, name your metaphor. Right. But, um, it's basically, though, the show is an opportunity, again, going over to me here is that I'd wanted to be a life coach for, for some time. And uh, I think with a podcast where, you know, perhaps, uh, Graham, we're kind of exploring outcomes of various decisions, uh, life's lessons, and how those outcomes came about from those life's lessons, this uh, allows me to kind of be that life coach that I wanted to be without actually, you know, having somebody, you know, uh, having to book somebody, you know, book my whole day with, you know, different clients and whatnot. I think, you know, we can get it out once a week, uh, explore those things, uh, look for those positive outcomes, even if they seem negative on the surface, uh, perhaps there is something positive we can take from that. And then just a, a means to, uh, you know, mix our talents and interests. I mean, that would mean that the show would hopefully avoid boredom because, <laughs> you know, we've got a lot of talents and interests. We're, we're creative, but we're also methodical. We're all, you know, we're all these things that don't just line up to a particular column and we don't stay there. We venture over into other areas of interest and so I think that if we share that openly, that we avoid that, that boredom trap that might come from other podcasts where it's like, okay, they're going on and on about the same thing. And that's great if you want to have a very specific topic. But for us, the topic is a little broader than that. And that is basically, how did that work out? There it is. You want to take a little break? 
yeah, let's do it. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the follow button now, wherever you're listening from. Now, back to the show. All right, and we're back. Hey, hey, hey. So when we left off, you know, we were talking about, you know, what we wanted the show to be, what we didn't want the show to be. Uh, But now let's talk about, you know, what qualifies us to actually talk about this sort of thing, right? How did that work out? Or even the analysis that goes with that. And so, you know, you might ask, okay, well, who is Mike J? And so, you know, I'm Mike J and I have lots of real world experience. Uh, You know, I'm 51. Uh, so when I say lots, it doesn't mean I'm necessarily in my golden years, but have been around the block once or twice. Uh, I served twice in the military, and in those two times, I had two overseas combat tours. So I went from a, a buck private to an NCO, non-commissioned officer, which also is a sergeant, in that time. Um, so I've had leadership accomplishments, and I've also had those, those soldier and young guy fails where, you know, at one point I was the youngest guy in my unit uh, and my first assignment because I joined the army when I was fresh out of high school. So I've got lessons learned, some the hard way, most the hard way. Um, and throughout my life, I've you know held positions from uh, my first job being a pet shop uh, employee. So yes, I was a pet shop boy. And then I went to you know entrepreneur and, and now again in my early 50s, I'm a senior technology pro and have been most of my adult life. So I'd like to, you know, share those successes and failures that I've experienced along the way uh, with each of you. And uh, I've also been divorced and remarried, so I've lost everything in a divorce, but I've also rebuilt. And I'm proud to say I'm in a really good place. I've been married, uh, gosh, going on uh, 15 years now with my second wife and the father of three grown children. And if raising children doesn't teach you a thing or two, (laughs) I don't know what will. So there's a lot of things that that go with with being Mike J, uh, a lot of things that I'd like to share with you. And again, hopefully keep it interesting. There's a lot of other things you might learn about me along the way, because again, I I do intend to share openly and honestly. So I really want to help our listeners get ahead in life by doing their own thing, but also maybe, you know, helping them make better decisions on their own uh, based on those experiences. So with that, Graham, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, man. Thanks for that. I'm Graham. Uh, I think I'll probably lead with, uh, you know, I'm a father, a husband, and and a byproduct of liberal hippies. Much like Jay, I've experienced a lot of uh, loss and rebuilding. I think unconventional is a really good word to describe my, my upbringing, my educational background, and the way I've approached life. Just free form without a specific template, just trying to be good to myself and good to other people along the way. Also senior in the world of tech, supporting uh, marketing folks and creatives, traveled around much of the world. Life's, life's been a blast and it's, it's offered me a lot of lessons, uh, some firsthand, some secondhand, and <laughs> some are, are still yet to come. Always learning, always running into uh, different people that teach me things along the way. No, that's, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. All right. Well, that about uh, does it for this episode. Uh, Really appreciate you all tuning in. Hope we're able to share something of value with you and looking forward to doing the same with you next week. But you never know what we're going to talk about. So be sure to uh, to tune in. (laughs) (laughs) Neither do we.
this has been a good one. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Graham. And uh, thank you, everyone. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. If you're interested in learning more about today's topic, be sure to sign up for our email list at hdtwoshow.substack.com. Don't forget to tell your friends.